So before we get started, I just wanted to say real quick, hi mom, happy Mother's Day. Hope your day was awesome and amazing and I talked to you earlier, so I'll talk to you later. Love you, bye. Let's start the show. Yeah, what's going on, everybody? Hi, I'm your host, Uncle Doug, and welcome to the Oxenities Podcast. Yeah, it's episode 14, baby. And as of this recording, I want to say happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. Thank you for everything that you've done for us. Thank you for putting up with all of our crazy antics, especially mine, especially my mother, because... Me definitely put her through a lot, and mommy, me sorry, but hey, you know, yeah, I had to. Me make you stronger, basically. My stress and my agony that I brought into your life helped to make you stronger and turned you into the wonderful, beautiful, loving, strong woman that you are today. So, you're welcome. You're, you're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to play a quick clip and then I'll be right back to jump right into the show. So stay tuned. I'll be right back. We're raised to believe that a strength is what you're good at and a weakness is what you're bad at. If a strength is what you're good at, then the person least qualified to identify your strengths is you. Because you are not the best judge of your performance. But a strength isn't what you're good at. Because, let's face it, there are an awful lot of things that you're probably quite good at that you don't like at all, that don't drain you. If you're good at something, that's performance. It's not a strength or a weakness. A strength is an activity that strengthens you. A weakness is an activity that weakens you. Before you do it, you don't want to do it. While you're doing it, you can't concentrate on it. That's a weakness. Even if you're good at it, it's a weakness. Strengths and weaknesses are antecedents to performance. If you define a strength this way, as a strength as an activity that strengthens you, the person most qualified to identify your strengths is you. If I just told you to take a blank sheet of paper around with you for a week and draw a line down the middle of it and put loved it, at the top of one column and loathed it at the top of the other and said, look, Chris, just for a week, anytime you find yourself looking forward to doing something, scribble it down. And then the other way too, stuff that, well, on the loathed it column, write down stuff that you kept trying to procrastinate or hand off to someone else or while you're doing it, you couldn't concentrate. Do that. You'll end up with a list of loved it and loathed it. That list of loved it is the place to begin when you're trying to answer the question, what are my strengths? You know, better than anyone else does, what intrigues you and what engages you. Okay, welcome back everybody. I like that clip. I like the idea of your strengths versus your weaknesses and the proper definition of what they both are because today's topic kind of ties into that strength, you know, and it's about the duality of virginity 
versus purity and if they both tie together and if they're the same thing because i've been hearing i i don't know like the topic came up this week when i was at work about hey you know if are you really pure if you're a virgin or or you know can you still lose your virginity and be pure so i figured i'd i'd uh share my thoughts on it so the dictionary defines virginity as the state of never having or had sexual intercourse. It goes on to say that the state of being naive, innocent, or inexperienced in a particular context. Now, purity is defined as freedom from adulteration or contamination. And it goes on to say freedom from immorally, uh, immorality, <laughs> especially of a sexual nature. Now, ah, that's all some pretty, you know, technical stuff. For me, I look at it like this. If you're a virgin, that means that you've never had sexual intercourse. And I mean intercourse, not putting, you know, a dick in your mouth or eating some ass. I'm talking intercourse, like straight up going in intercourse. Now, when you look at it, when you really look at it and examine it, if, because in the Christian faith it's taught, and not only the Christian faith, but a lot of faiths teach the idea that if you want to be a virgin, you have to be pure. But the problem is when the mind matures, Purity kind of goes out the window. There, there's not really that much purity that can stay in your mind when you cross over into adolescence. Because I remember when I was a kid, first time I saw porn, let me see, I was 12? I was 12 the first time I saw porn. Like pornography. Like explicit. First time I saw some boobs was... Uh, I want to say it was eight. I watched Titanic. You know, the scene where Rose is like laying down on the on the thing when Jack is painting her first titties I ever saw Titanic. I hated that movie. God, I hate Titanic because it's so dumb. Jack could have definitely survived. Both of them could have fit on the goddamn log. Don't tell me. Oh, Jack, never let go, Rose. Bitch, yeah, she let go. You let her, idiot. I'm a notebook guy. I like the notebook. The notebook is lit. It is lit. But I'm getting off topic. I believe that once you cross over into that rank of adolescence, once you're introduced to the idea of your mom and your dad kissing each other, when you're a kid, it's like, uh, I don't want that. But then your body starts acting in certain ways and your body starts doing certain things. And now it's like, mm, maybe I do want to kiss somebody. You know what I mean? So purity kind of goes out the window because now you're looking at somebody. Let's say a young guy, 14, 15 years old, never seen, you know, any porn or anything. Grew up in a Christian household, been homeschooled all his life until he got to high school. Or middle school. I don't know. But I don't really know how things work up here in America. I'm still trying to figure it out. Because 
in a Jamaica, we have we have a grade school and then we have high school. High school start in grade seven. Here in America, I think seventh grade is middle school, and then ninth grade is high school. I I don't I don't know why y'all do this. You know the other thing that confused me about living in America, completely separate. Like y'all have this thing called ah, uh, what's it called? When it comes to school, you have um, sophomore and junior and senior and freshman. What is that? <laughs> what is all of that? Cause we don't have that in Jamaica. That was like the weirdest thing when I came up here and I went to and I was going to college, and uh, I was talking to somebody at work, older lady, and she was like, "Oh, are, are so you're a freshman?" Uh, no. I am a Jamaican. I don't I don't know what what I don't know what that is. So like no 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 no. I don't mean like that. I mean like you know, you this is your first year in school. Uh No. I <laughs> it's not my first year in school. No no, I mean your first year in college. My first year in yeah, it's my first year in college. Yeah, so you're a freshman. I, nobody has ever called me that before. So I didn't know what to do with it. I had to like go research what the hell it is. Also, why is it, wait, is that, is it freshman, sophomore, junior, senior or something? I don't know what it is. I don't know. I'm still trying to figure it out. I've been living here now nine, nine years going on and it's still confusing to me. So, yeah, uh, where was I? Oh yeah. So. Kid, dude, guy, 15-year-old, middle school or high school? High school, whatever. And homeschooled all his life, goes to church every single day, you know, all of that stuff. But his body is now acting in a certain way. His body is now doing stuff. You know, my nigga's dick getting hard. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's not... It's not outside of the realms of possibility. It's a thing that's just going to happen. And he has these emotions and these feelings. And he has like feelings of intimacy on a crush. What is he supposed to do with those feelings and those thoughts? They may be immoral to some people. But the, 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 mm, how can I say it? At the point where he crosses over into, oh, what would I do to her? Then that's in pure thought. He may be a virgin. He may be a virgin all the way up till he's 28 and he meets his wife and she's a virgin too. And then they lose their virginity together. You know what I mean? But before all of that, the impure thought entered his mind. So now he's impure automatically. I feel like maybe, maybe like if in prayer, pray to God to like clean up the impure thoughts from in mind that that would have helped him, but you're still impure. So I don't, I don't necessarily understand it. Well, okay. The conversation at work was this. <clears throat> One dude was like, you know what? I don't want to be with no virgin because a virgin don't know what time it is. A virgin don't understand like, 
you know, how to do this or how to do that. Or when I'm trying to get nasty, she going to be like, uh, she going to be scared of that. And I was like, listen, at the end of the day, just because she's a virgin, that doesn't necessarily mean that she don't know about stuff that's happening in the world because impure thoughts are entering the mind. We are living in a society that's fueled by sex, by machismo, by sex appeal, by divadom, you know, like all of this. We're living in that society. We're living in this uh, instant gratification society. You know what I mean? So you can't just think that just because somebody is a virgin, that necessarily means that they are unsure or unknowing of what's going on out there because I've met some American people white American people that know tons about Jamaica almost on the level that I know and even further than I know and they've never been there before or they've only been there once but they were so enamored by the culture and by the experience and by just finding out as much as they can about this particular place that they did research on it. Because if you're not, pa if, when you become passionate about something, you're going to research it in the same sense that they researched this. So that's how they know it. So that's why I'm looking at it. And that's why I was telling homeboy that, yo, just because you meet a girl and she's like, uh, well, I'm actually saving myself for marriage. Don't think for one second that when you put that ring on, when you two walk down that aisle, when you carry her over to the threshold and her clothes pops off, those lights go off and those candles get lit. Do not think for one second that you just get missionary. <laughs> That's a whole lot of pent up sexual frustration. That's about to be let loose on you. You are the one that's in trouble. <laughs> uh, but that actually brings me to another point. Because when you think about it, outside of your faith that teaches that you're supposed to save yourself for marriage, you have these impure thoughts and you think impurely. Cool. N that's that's just human nature. Nothing wrong with that. But with that being said, are you wrong? And I'm trying to figure out, like, do you think it's wrong for a person to have sex outside of marriage before they get married? Now, my thought on the topic is no. Obviously, I'm not a virgin. I've been out here. I've I've done some stuff. So for me, it's it, it it's 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 a concept that I can't think, yes, you're supposed to be a virgin until marriage. For my daughters, yes. <laughs> when I eventually have a daughter or two or six, yes, virgin until Maybe until the rest of your life, because 
I don't want no man to come and huggle up me, 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 me like a daughter them body. I don't want no man to come and touch, touch them up and feel, feel them up. I don't want that. I don't play the game there. No. I don't want that. But I think nowadays, based on, you know, the society we live in with everything being instant gratification and I want it now, I want it now, I want to experience it now, I want to do this now. I think that it's very, very hard to find a virgin that's actually out here in these streets because let's let let let's 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 uh let's address it the way it is. People nowadays are hoes. And I'm not just talking about women, I'm talking about men too. They are they are animals out here. There's Oh, <laughs> it's almost to the point where they're, 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 they're like the 1% right now, virgins, because it's not cool. It's not hip. It's not, you know, it's not the in thing right now. Back in the day, eighties, early nineties. Sure. Virgin. Everybody had to be a virgin. But now, not so much. Not so much. It's almost like finding a perfect snowflake. Hard as hell to do. But I'm not trying to advocate for having sex before marriage. Now, I did it because I was curious. I wanted to experience it. Plus, you know, peer pressure. All your guy friends are saying, yeah, I did it. Yeah, I did it. Yeah, I got mine. I got mine. All liars. Men lie so much. <laughs> I feel like I probably lost my virginity before a few of my friends, but they just said, yeah, we, yeah, but lies, all lies. But regardless, I did it. I crossed over that path and thinking on it now I have had some very good sexual experiences, so I feel that I am well-rounded enough to please my future wife in a way that she wants to be pleased. You know what I mean? So I'm well-versed enough in the stuff that's going on out there. If I was a virgin, if I was like closed off, I'm not saying that I wouldn't know about what's going on out there, but I wouldn't know how to deal with it when it actually happened to me. So that's one thing. That's one hurdle that you have to go through when you're dealing with a virgin. I have never had sex with a virgin before. Yeah, no. Never, never had sex with a virgin before. And uh, so I can't necessarily tell you, yes, you're, you're going to experience this and she's going to cry and there's going to be bleeding. And I, I, I don't know all of that. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just going based off of what I got to, I got to say and what I experienced. The one thing I can say is. If you're out there and you're listening and you are a virgin, if you are a virgin male, I want to tell you, one, 
Um, yeah. Yeah, that, that thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's real. Yeah. Trust me. You, you know what I'm talking about. You, you know. Yes, it's real. It's perfectly fine. Don't worry about it. Second thing. Um, don't feel embarrassed at all. It's natural. It's completely natural. Don't feel embarrassed. And thirdly, it gets better. <laughs> ah, it really does get better. God, it gets so much better. Uh, female. If you're a female and you're a virgin, I want to let you know that, yes, there is going to be some pain that I've heard of. But as long as you endure and as long as you trust your partner to not be destroying your hole or to hurt you, everything will be fine. It'll be fine. Fine. Yeah. So that's that's kind of what I think. That's that's the thing for me when it comes to virginity versus purity. I feel as if. You already lost your purity when you started imagining, thinking, pondering about sexual things, anything sexual. It's already gone. So you ain't pure no more. Are you still a virgin? Yes, you are still a virgin, but you're no longer pure. Pray, meditate, do whatever you need to do to cross over. And feel as comfortable as you possibly can and do that. And if you are a virgin, do not be ashamed of your virginity. Do not be forced into this idea that you have to lose it. Oh my God, you're still a virgin? I can't believe it. I, I can't tell you how many girls have told me, yeah, I lost my virginity because my homegirls were like, oh, you're still a virgin. And my boyfriend was, oh, you're still a virgin. And my cousins were, oh, you're still a virgin. Yes, you're still a fucking virgin. You're a virgin. You are. You. You are. It's yours. It's yours to do what you want to do with it. Whether you want to keep it, whether you want to give it up, it don't matter. It's all yours. Treat it like, I guess you would your phone. You wouldn't just give your phone to any and anybody to use, would you? No. Well, maybe you would. And if you would, you're kind of weird. That is pretty weird. But treat your virginity, guy or girl, doesn't matter. Treat your virginity like it's a precious commodity because it is. The person you lose your virginity with is going to be a part of your life for the rest of your life. You may not see them after that point or a year after that point you may not talk to them 20 years later but you will always know who your first was you will always remember where you were you will always remember the smells the sounds the taste <laughs> everything everything is gonna be there so choose wisely it's not something that you should just like uh let me just throw it out here and see who catches it. And also, 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 um, 
don't think that, okay, the person I lose my virginity with is the person I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. <laughs> no, that happens once in a blue moon. Once in a while, some guy or some girl comes along, you lose your virginity with them. You guys go off together and you get married and you have a few kids and then yada, yada, yada. And now you're together and it's 20 years later and we couldn't be more happier. This does not happen to everybody. This is not everybody's story. It ain't my story. So no, just don't, don't, don't think that. Don't think that. Don't think that. Do not be worried about you being pure or you losing your purity because you lose your virginity because you already lost it. Deal with it, move on. But if you want to remain a virgin until marriage or until whatever, then own that, be that, do that, be that person. And don't let anybody sway you or persuade you otherwise have respect for yourself love yourself because nobody gonna love you more than you can love yourself the only person that's gonna love you more than you can love yourself is god and i don't want to sound too preachy or churchy but it's the truth you when you find a partner a partner is supposed to complement the love that you have for yourself your partner shouldn't love you more then you can love yourself. It, it shouldn't be that. They should compliment you. So, yeah. Don't worry about it. It'll be fine. You're not, you're not going to hell just because you imagine your fifth grade teacher in a bikini and you rubbing baby oil all over her body. I'm not. And you won't. And that's all I got to say. And that's it, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening. I hope you were properly entertained and informed. And uh, yeah, virginity versus purity. At the end of the day, you know what? Just live your life. Be happy and love yourself. Because that's all that matters. And love, you know, your loved ones, your friends, all of that. That's all of that. Love everybody. Love. It's the thing that's going to make the world better. Or not. I don't know. Yeah. If you like the show, please share it. Subscribe to it. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell your mom. Tell, tell your mom to listen to my podcast. Tell her. Teach her how to listen to my podcast. And then tell her to listen to my podcast. Put it on her phone. Just let it automatically download. She she won't even worry about it. And your grandparents. Tell them too. Because they need to listen to this. Seriously. They do. They do. Also, if you like the show, you may follow it on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook under the name Oxenities. And if you like me, of course you do. <laughs> You can follow me on Snapchat, Twitter, and Instagram under the name Uncle Doug with a three and a zero. Yeah. Yeah. That's it, guys. Episode 14. Have a wonderful week. Have a wonderful day. And 
Love each other. Bye.